Welcome to Covenant Conversations, episode number nine. Today, your hosts, Peter Washkowitz in New York and Aishweta Rao in London, are going to speak about distressed exchanges. For the past many weeks, all of our conversations have revolved around how companies have been hurt by the coronavirus, from declining liquidity to breaches of maintenance covenants to reduced flexibility under their debt documents. Virtually every company has been impacted in one way or another. The world of distressed debt has consequently increased exponentially. Peter, in the past few weeks, however, we have seen some companies actually taking advantage of the distressed prices of their new debt by launching exchange offers that seek to lock in these lower trading prices. Have you seen anything unusual in these handful of distressed exchanges that you've seen in the past month? Uh, yeah, so it's nothing is, is particularly unusual. Um, you know, so, I mean, unsurprisingly, the, the trend began with three E&P companies, uh, Callan Petroleum, Centennial Resource, and SM Energy. Um, each of those companies have uh, unsecured notes that are trading at significantly, uh, you know, distressed prices, some, you know, in the 40s, some maybe in the low to mid 50s. Um, each of these companies has proposed to issue new secondly notes um, and, uh, you know, and, and redeem all and purchase all of these unsecured notes at prices anywhere from 40 cents on the dollar to 65 cents on the dollar. And in connection with the exchanges, uh, you know, we're launching coercive exchanges. So uh, that in and of itself is not particularly surprising. We saw a whole host of exchange offers, um, you know, a few years ago uh, with the oil and gas companies. What, what is different this time is that uh, two weeks ago, uh, Endo Pharmaceuticals, a drug company and Diamond Sports Group, uh, which is a company that was only formed last year to buy Fox's regional sports networks from Disney have also launched uh, exchange offers and consent solicitations. Um, in, in Diamond Sports' uh, case, they're issuing or proposing to issue uh, new first lien notes um, to exchange for their uh, senior unsecured notes, which they just issued last year. Uh, in Endo's case, they are offering a combination of first and second lien debt to exchange for some of their, uh, their, unsecured, net, uh, their unsecured notes. And how do you think investors are affected by distressed debt exchanges of these sorts? Well, I mean, so it's interesting with with oil and gas, um, you know, obviously uh, oil prices have have significantly declined. Um, and, you know, while that is, you know, partly uh, attributable to the coronavirus, uh, you know, oil prices had been declining before then. So I think, you know, um, uh, investors in the oil and gas companies they may kind of have seen this coming, assumed it was coming. Um, but with Diamond Sports Group in particular, and, and I'll, I'm going to focus on Diamond Sports because Endo's uh, exchange offer um, is kind of almost par for par um, other than if holders don't tender their, uh, their notes until after an early deadline, in which case it's 95 cents on the dollar. But in Diamond Sports' case, they are offering to, uh, they're offering to, buy, uh, to exchange the unsecured notes at about 60 cents on the dollar. Um, in this case, you know, Diamond Sports was was a was operating, you know, well in, in January. Their notes were trading at par, maybe slightly below par. But you know, their their debt has gotten caught up in uh, the coronavirus fears, and so has obviously tumbled to around you know sixty cents on the dollar. So if you're a note holder in Diamond Sports, you know, you're being asked to either lock in those losses um, or face you know the threat of you know, a, a lot more, uh, you know, first lien debt coming ahead of you. Um, and in the and if they are successful in their course of exchange, you would be left holding, you know, notes that have no restrictions. 
So in, in that case, you know, you kind of not, you are kind of making a bet as to whether uh, the company will will you know recover once the coronavirus has kind of faded faded away, or if you think that this is a permanent downtrend in its in its company or in its business. So there's a lot kind of going on, not only in terms of do you want to be a first lien holder or, or remain a second lien or an unsecured holder, but you also need to make a bet on the kind of the future of not only the company, but as to how long the coronavirus will kind of be, you know, be a factor in, in, in the global economy. Which is a, perhaps not such an easy bet to make in these times, given the uncertainty as to any economic recovery. Yeah, I mean, as I, as I mentioned, I mean, you know, and, and you could probably pick a, a number of companies who have uh, debt that are currently trading, you know, below, well below 70 uh, that had been trading at par th- two, three months ago. Mm. In terms of documentation, the dis- distressed debt exchange offer would need to be permitted by the existing bond documents of that current issuer. So the the covenants to look out for would be how much debt and liens capacity you have and perhaps how much RP capacity you have, depending on what kind of exchange it is and what the restrictions are in the specific RP covenant. Can you talk a little more about that? Um, yeah. So um, with with the oil and gas companies, uh, and I'll start with there just because, you know, I've kind of been looking at those a little more closely. Um, all of their senior unsecured notes um provide the companies with um, sufficient secure debt capacity uh, to allow them to issue these secondly notes. Um, so what that means is they don't need to actually do the coercive exchange. You, you know, you normally would do a coercive exchange if the uh, if those notes would would not allow you to issue that secure debt. Uh, point being, if you strip the covenants, there are no more restrictions. Um, but what is interesting is Calen um, uh, Petroleum and Centennial uh, their unsecured notes not only would allow these companies to issue the new second lien debt, but also to fully access their uh, their revolvers. SM Energy, on the other hand, um, they would need to do the course of exchange if they wanted to uh, be able to not only issue the proposed second lien notes, uh, but fully access their revolver. So, you know, there it's a balance also. Um, they can either, you know, consummate the exchange without um, the consent solicitation and lose a little liquidity um, under the revolver, or they can kind of wait and see if they can get the course of exchange so that they'll be able to fully draw on the revolver. Uh, in Diamond Sports's case, um, their notes um, and, and all of their debt documents provide uh, you know significant flexibility, so um, they don't need to do a, they don't need to uh, to complete the course of exchange. In Endo's case, they made it explicit that. Um, the exchange offer is conditioned on the course of exchange, uh, meaning that uh, some of their unsecured notes would not allow them to issue uh, the new first and second lien debt. So the looseness and covenants is making these exchange offers possibly easier because you don't need to get consents because there are no covenants blocking you from making these exchange offers. Yeah, I, I mean, from the company's point of view, I, I mean, it makes perfect sense. If you have loose documents that allow uh, that allow you to incur a, a significant amount of secured debt, why not use that capacity um, and and significantly reduce leverage um, in your capital structure? Um, if you truly believe that you know the coronavirus is a once in a lifetime thing and your debt does not really deserve to be trading at, at sixty cents on the dollar, why not use that flexibility? 
to to capture that discount. Um, and you know, then you you can you can emerge from this um, a significantly leaner and and healthier company. If you had tighter covenants, on the other hand, then you would might need to get consent from investors to be able to do the exchange offer, and then that would mean extra consideration for investors. Yeah, no, that that that's right. I mean, as as I just mentioned, I mean, Endo's uh, Endo's unsecured notes are not as flexible as uh, Diamond Sports or any of the oil and gas companies, actually, and so um, they will not be able to issue the new secured debt unless they get uh, unless they get consent from fifty one a majority of the unsecured note holders to strip the covenants to enable them to issue the secured debt. So you're right. It's uh it's uh you know if you have flexibility, um you know it, it makes a ton of sense. If there are going to be some uh, hurdles, i.e., you know, you need you need to get um, a requisite amount of consent from holders, it may be a little more difficult. So investors lose out possibly because of loose covenants, but then the company could be put back on a stronger footing, and then the bond prices might go back up again. So perhaps it's a lo- in the long term, it's um, something to take into mind whether this exchange offer works for investors yeah. or not. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even if you uh, if you do, um, you know, accept that you are going to lock in, uh, you know, some steep losses, if you believe the company, uh, you know, does have long-term prospects, um, you know, you are now a secure note holder, uh, you know, you have a lien on it. Or rather, if you believe that the company may have problems going forward, um, you know, you now have a lien on some of the company's assets. Yes, you've lost some money. But um, you are now you are now kind of you you've advanced in the company's capital structure in, in respect of exactly. priorities. Number of considerations for investors to think about uh, about exchange offers, uh, and an important one being what the covenants of the existing debt documents allow you to do or not. I think that wraps up our little podcast on distressed debt exchange offers. Yeah, uh, take care. Sweetie. You Until take care too. Time. Bye, Peter. Bye.